Welcome to another episode of Exploring the Quran, a program in which we explore the meanings and the hidden mysteries of the divine word. When I say hidden mysteries, um, you know, I, I don't mean uh, things that uh, are um, weird and wizardry and magical and mysterious. Uh, what I mean is linguistically, okay, the metaphors of it, the rhetoric of it, the style of it, okay, rather than the plain, obvious um, translation of it. Uh, and of course, there are certain mysteries of the Quran uh, which um, are revealed uh, to people who have very, very deep insights uh, and, and connections. However, let us uh, continue with Surah Al Hujurat. And uh, the Quran is now uh, pointing to another incident that took place in Medina in the ninth year of Hijrah. And this is when Rasulullah sent uh, Walid ibn Uqba, the zakat collector, to Bani Mustalik, a tribe outside Medina, who had embraced Islam good four years earlier. 
uh, and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sent uh, the uh, zakat collector to go and collect the zakat from them. However, Walid had some problems with Banu Mustalik from pre-Islamic time, and he wasn't comfortable. And when those people of Banu Mustalik actually, some of them came out, he felt scared. He thought they were going to attack him. So he turned back and came back to Medina and said, Ya Rasulullah, uh, you know those people have refused to give zakat. And this is the response, uh, the divine response to what happened there. And, it, and in it are some very important lessons for our times. But before we go into that, let's listen to what is being said here, uh, and inshallah you'll enjoy this. Allah says that believers, if a discredited person brings you news, then check it in case you cause harm to others ignorantly, and then later regret what you did. Remember, the Messenger of Allah is among you. If he frequently followed your wishes, then you would suffer badly. However, Allah has made faith beloved and highly attractive for your hearts and made disbelief, sin and disobedience dislikable to you. These are the rightly guided, give, given grace as a gift from Allah, the knower, the wise. Wow, you know this is the Quran's way of rectifying mistakes and teaching very important lessons. So first thing it says is almost a general rule that if somebody brings you a news, and particularly if somebody is not really credible, not credible, what do you do? You fatabayyanu. Fatabayyanu means check it, test it, examine it. You know, we live in an age of fake news. Now, fake news is part of English dictionary now. Fake news, okay? And so, what do you do with news? What well, the Quran is telling when you get news, and particularly from somebody who is discredited, what should you do? Check it out. Subhanallah. I hope, you know, in the age of social media, when sadly, you know, we get hundreds of messages a day. Eh? And what do you do? Without even checking the credibility of the news you get, the clips you get, the whatever message you've had, the text, what do you do? You click it and you send it to all your contacts, hundreds of people. You haven't checked the credibility of that news. And I'll tell you, you know, when you do that, I, 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 you know, I get people sending me and sometimes you can see this is absolutely wrong. It is superficial. It is not correct. Sometimes blatant lie. And it's missing the point. And I'm spreading that. Why? And fooling others. So this is where, you know, I hope you can see how relevant the Qur'an is, all right? Uh, it, this isn't an old teaching, it's actually very, very relevant to our d age of information or age of misinformation. There is so much misinformation, sadly, out there. And I'll tell you, you know, BBC is regarded as the most authentic in the world, okay? And I'll tell you, they get it wrong a lot of time as well. That is the most authentic authoritative news channel in the world. It's regarded like that. Yet, it gets it wrong. A lot of the times. A lot of the times. Just imagine, oh my God, what about us? <laughs> All of us and other news channels. 
I hope you can see the importance of this because when you spread wrong news and you spread falsehood, you are damaging people's uh, credibility. You're damaging, you know, you're doing a huge damage, you know, because falsehood and lies are things that, you know, we should avoid all the time. So here, you know, first thing Allah says is, when you get the news, when you get those in the morning, you know, you all open your apps and you look at your um, uh, the messages you get, before you pass them on, what are you gonna do? You're gonna check. After you've listened, go and check, find out from somebody else. You know, what do you think about this yard? How true is it? Should I pass it on or not? So that's one thing. And then, uh, so, uh, so what Walid ibn Uqba came and told the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, he, 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 he's, he, you know, the Quran says here that, you know, if the Prophet just followed what you did, um, what the Prophet to follow you in everything you said to him, what would happen? You are the one who, gonna, who will be in bother. You will be in trouble because it will be misinformed, it will be inaccurate, and it will be a wrong thing. And then, you know, subhanAllah, uh, these are the disciples of Rasulullah sallallahu These are the muhajirun, the em immigrants from Makkah. These are the people who'd made, who had made so many sacrifices for the deen, for the messenger sallallahu And there are the ansar, you know, the helpers of Medina, the inhabitants of, the old inhabitants of Medina as well there. So, who are they? You know, don't think that, you know, the Quran is discrediting them. No, it's, it says, you know, listen. Allah has made faith very dear to you. <laughs> you know, Allah is describing and praising them. You are special people. Faith is very dear to you, okay? Oh, and what else? And has decorated your hearts with faith, okay? Your this is an amazing description of the Sahaba's heart and mind. They are pure people. They are clean people. They are credible people. Okay? And what else? You people dislike disobedience. You people dislike, uh, dislike sins and evil. SubhanAllah. <laughs> what a praise, you know. This is a, who's, who's saying that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who knows the secrets of hearts and minds. He is praising the Sahaba as being people of highest caliber in faith and in deeds, in every way, okay? So this is why, you know, we say all the Sahaba are adul. All of them are credible. And when any disciple, you know, tells us something, even one of them tells us something, you know, we accept that. Um, so, they are guided people. They're on the right path, okay? They've got, uh, you know, the right path. You know, this is Allah's grace on them and Allah's special uh, reward and Allah's special gift for them. Allah's grace is on them and Allah's gifts are for them. Subhanallah. You know, what a praise of the disciples of Rasulullah. You know, I hope this is telling us that, you know, when we befriend um, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we go into that very special category of becoming those people who Allah will like, Allah will praise, okay? Uh, okay, now remember, you know, 
there was real danger of conflict. Had Rasulullah accepted what Walid ibn Uqba had told, what would happen? Well, he would say to let's get ready and go and sort out these Bani Mustalik. Eh? He would have sent troops, go and sort them out. Why aren't they paying the zakat? They should obey the state, they should give their tax, they should give their zakat. Okay, they should give their zakat. But, and then here, you know, the Quran is telling us that this could have been, uh, this was a real possibility. So let me just read uh, in, in my translation, Majestic Quran, I've actually given it the heading that standing up for justice and creating peace. When two groups of believers fight, then you must make peace between them. If one of them is unjust to the other, then fight the unjust until they accept Allah's judgment. If they accept it, then make peace between them fairly and be just. Indeed, Allah loves those who are just. The believers are brothers, so make peace between your two brothers. He's mindful, uh, be mindful of Allah, so you might be cared for. So you might be cared for. So here, you know, the uh, Quran is telling us that if there is a conflict, what should you do? Whose side should you give, right? Um, whose, whose side should you give when there is conflict amongst even believers? That is a question there, no? Whose side? You know, the, the Quran says, of course, the one who is just, the one who deserves uh, help is the one who was fair, and the one who is uh, being unfair, you should stand up against them, yeah, no? Um, you know, here is a hadith where Rasulullah once said that, you know, help your brother or sister when they are being oppressed or when they are oppressing others. And, you know, some inquisitive soul quipped, Ya Rasulullah, I can understand helping the poor guy who's being oppressed, but what about that cruel tyrant, oppressor? How can I help him? He said, you help him by holding back his hands, by stopping him from the oppression, from tyranny and from un, uh, being unjust. When you stop him from that, what are you doing? You are actually helping him. That is a help, okay? That is, so, you know, what that very simply means is that, you know, we need to stand on the side of the, uh, those who are tyrannized and oppressed, wherever in the world. You know, this is really important. And, Anybody who is oppressed anywhere, you know, we should really care for that. Um, this isn't just about, you know, the Muslims, you know, we care about the oppressed Muslims, of course. You know, we have a, an extra duty towards that, yes. But we should care for every oppressed human being on this planet uh, and those who are mistreated. We should stand up for them uh, all. You are... So in today's society, Sheikh, when everybody knows their rights, everyone's more aware because of information and there's a lot of injustice going on, how do we stand up for justice and speak out against wrongdoing? Very good question. How do we stand up uh, against justice? Well, first of all, you know, to stand up for the truth uh, and to uh, oppose the tyrants, the oppressors, the wrongdoers, requires another very powerful virtue of courage, of bravery. Uh, and really, that, and that is a very powerful virtue, actually, being courageous, being st to stand up 
uh, you know, and, and risk lots of things. You know, you know, you're risking your respect, your career possibly. You might be uh, risking your family, your uh, business. Seriously, when you stand up to speak up for the truth because, you know, tyranny is sometimes so powerful. So, yes, you have to have uh, courage, okay? But I think before you can have that courage, you need to have that sense of justice. You need to know that, um, the, the, the sense that, you know, of fairness and of not discriminating and, uh, and, and being biased, okay? So I hope you can see how these virtues and why this surah is called Suratul Akhlaq Wal Adab, the surah of um, moral virtues and of manners, because, you know, they're all interconnected. So, yes, we need that sense of um, justice, and with it, we need that um, power of courage and boldness, audaciousness, that we can stand up uh, be, uh, you know, beside that oppressed person and, and speak out uh, for that. Now, you know, the Quran is here saying that uh, you know, your job is to, for aslihu bainahuma, is to try to create peace. You know, and, and really, you know, when people uh, stand to the side as spectators and don't do anything about warring parties, that also is very inhumane, that is un unjust. You know, we're always told that you know, we should be peacemakers. Christ, may peace be upon him, Isa al-Islam, you know, said, blessed are the peacemakers, okay? And, you know, in Islam, uh, we're again and again told you know, that we should, but it's not easy, you know, making peace sometimes is very challenging because, you know, you might have to speak out against your brother, against your father, against your own sister and children. And that is something which many people are not willing to stand up against their relatives to speak the truth. And that is why it becomes so valuable, so precious and so amazing a virtue of, you know, فَأَصْلِهُ بَيْنَهُمَا uh, And then it goes on to say وَأَقْسِتُ You know, always be just. إِنَّ اللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُقْسِتِينَ Allah loves those who are muqsit, those who are just and fair. Again, you know, fairness and justice uh, is, is something that is highly rewarded. And then, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةٌ فَأَصْلِهُ بَيْنَ أَخَوَيْكُمْ Very famous verse of the Quran. We Muslims, all of us know this, that Muslims, men and Muslim women are brothers and sisters of each other. Okay? Normally, you know, we tra translate this, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةٌ Believers are brothers of each other. Yes, that's right. Bro believers are brothers and sisters. Okay? Uh, and for aslihu bayna khawaikum, you know, make peace between your brothers and sisters. I hope you know some of some of us will see that um, you know what happened in Syria, and and how you know we were unable. The ummah was unable. One point five billion Muslims were not able to build peace. It is so sad, you know, and and that is where we failed. You know, that is a you know, a very clear evidence of the fact that the Ummah failed and did not do their duty. So as a consequence, I hope you can see the sufferings have multiplied. And not just in that part of the land, in, in Syria and 8 million Syrians displaced, but it led to many other evils. And I'll tell you, you know, when we don't stand up for justice, it visits us as well. You know, we will have to face injustices. 
Okay? So, you know, we should always you know, stand up for justice. Wherever, you know, injustice is done, we should be there to challenge it. You know, the Quran then goes on to um, talk about what could have happened if Rasulullah sallallahu had uh, followed what Walid ibn Uqba had said uh, and why that wasn't the right thing to do. Ya amanu la yaskhar min qawmin. You know, what shouldn't people do? How do we, how, how does problems, how do problems begin in society? How do conflicts begin actually? This is, this part of the surah is about how conflicts actually begin. How do they begin? Well, they begin by the Quran is telling us, Ya la yaskhar min qawmin asa. Don't make fun of others. Now this is really, don't, don't call them nicknames. Don't make fun of others. That is where really all our partiality, our biases, our injustices all begin from that. You know, when we begin to mock somebody, make fun of them, call them names. This is why, you know, we are not allowed to call nicknames that actually are hurtful. Nicknames that people like, like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam used to call uh, Abu Huraira. Abu Huraira means father of kitten. Kittens, okay, that's, that is, uh, the, his name was, uh, nobody, actually many people don't know his name was Abdurrahman ibn Sakhra, okay, the Abdurrahman is his real name, but nobody knows, they all know his nickname. Why they, do they know his, that particular nickname? Because it was so, said so fondly, and Abu Huraira liked it as well, you know, being, uh, you know, being the father of kittens, yeah, and meaning somebody who likes kittens, and the Prophet Sallallahu himself uh, liked them, and, and so he, so nicknames that people like, that's okay. But when you call people by nicknames that they don't like, then you have to stop because they get offended. That then becomes actually a form of a ghiba uh, and, and it, is, uh, it is not uh, allowed. So that's the first thing, you know, and, and uh, you know, the Quran goes on saying, you know, you're misjudging people. You should not do that. Why? Because they could be better than you, okay? Uh, and then it goes on to say that, you know, the, the women amongst you shouldn't do this. Uh, and, and uh, You know, neither make allegations of any kind against others. Uh, and, and don't use bad nicknames, as I said, names that offend people, you know. Uh, you know, it's really, you know, the Quran goes on to say that, you know, it's really uh, how bad it is to be called a crooked crook after becoming a believer. You know, in other words, you know, as a believer, nobody should be able to point fingers at you and say that he's a crook, okay? He's fasik. I've translated fasik as a crook uh, because fasik means somebody who does really big sins, major sins and wrongs, you know, that uh, really uh, people get offended by. They're, they're, they're also, they offend people as well as they offend the Sharia. Uh, inshallah, Allah Aziz, you know, we'll carry on with this, this Surah Al-Hujarat in our next episode. Uh, that is why I'll, I'll, I'll continue this in our next episode, inshallah, Allah Aziz. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.